This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. Now, this is a foundation year, so uh, we're going to discover, uh, and it's important that we, that, that we have the, dis- the discovery for our own selves, a revelation of the foundation of really of everything God has uh, encapsulated uh, how every, how everything happens how He does everything how we're to do everything in the within the power of seed it's the master law of seed time and harvest sowing growing and reaping but let's uh, let's look at this this is in Genesis one twenty six through. Um, 28 and I'm going to read out the message uh, the reference is out of the Amplified um, I don't have my Amplified with me but Blake's going to put um, put those up there but I'll read out the message it says let us make human beings in our image make them reflecting our nature so they can be responsible for the fish in the sea the birds in the air the cattle and yes earth itself and every Animal that moves on the face of the earth. God created human beings. He created them God-like, reflecting God's nature. He created them male and female, or in His image and in His likeness. He blessed them, prosper, reproduce, fill earth, take charge, be responsible, or have dominion for over the fishes, sea, birds of the air, and every living creature that moves on the face of the earth. Now, uh, God, here this we see that God purposed, Man, mankind, uh, when we say man, we're talking about mankind or man, uh, male and female, man and woman. It, it was the heart of God for man kind to be like himself, to be like himself, created in his likeness and in his image. And his image meant to look like him. To, uh, to express Him and reflect Him. So that when others see uh, us, they should be also seeing Him in us and seeing, and seeing Him through us. Amen? Now, His likeness would, could, would be characterized by that we believe like Him. We think like Him. We talk like Him, and we act and walk like Him. Now, Romans 8 and 29 says this, and I'm just going to read some different versions, so I just want you to really listen here. Um, we'll turn over there in the, and, and uh, do our final out of uh, the Message Bible, but I, I just want you to hear this uh, out of some of the different um, versions of the Bible. It says, and... He has, talking about God the Father, and He 
has always known who his chosen ones would be. He also decided and determined in advance. Now, let me say this about the chosen ones, all right? Because uh, sometimes people get religious with this and think only certain people are, are going to be saved and all that kind of stuff. Now, you know, God chose all of us. Amen. 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 But it's up to us then to, to choose him in return. So when he's, when he's talking about chosen, he knew who would believe him and who wouldn't, all right? But he wanted everybody to believe him. They all have the same opportunity. But it says, his chosen ones would be, he also decided and determined in advance that they, and those would be the people that believe him, that they would be conformed to the pattern of his son. Conformed to the image of his son, he desired and decided to let them become like his son, that Jesus would be the firstborn of many brothers and sisters. Uh, here's an extent, uh, expanded version. It says, God knew them before he made the world for those whom he foreknew, and he chose them. He also predestined, chose beforehand to be like molded to the pattern of, conformed to the image of his son, so that Jesus would be the firstborn, the preeminent, but also indicating others will follow of many brothers and sisters. Another version says this, that, that those he knew were set apart to become like his son, already appointed them to have the same form as the image of his son. The Phillips Bible says that this, this is a neat uh, version of the Bible. It says, God, in his foreknowledge, chose them to bear the family likeness of his son, that he might be the eldest of a family of many brothers and sisters. He chose them long ago. When the time came, he called them. He made them righteous in his sight and then lifted them to the splendor of life as his own sons and daughters. Isn't that a neat uh, version. What a, a wonderful uh, couching of that truth. Now, in the Message Bible, uh, it says it. Let me get back over here. In the Message in 29. go 8 and 29. God knew what he was doing from the very beginning. He decided from the onset to shape the lives of those who love him along the same lines as the life of his son. The son stands first in the line of humanity he restored. We see the original and intended shape of our lives there in him. After God made that decision of what his children should be like, he followed up by calling people by name. After he called them by name, he set them on a solid basis with himself. And, and then, after getting them established, he stayed with them to the end, gloriously competed, completing what he had begun. Isn't that a good, uh, a good rendition? Amen. Now, so we can see from this, and God's original intent... In God, already, God knew before he even created man that Adam, what Adam and Eve were going to do. And, uh, and they fell. Really what they did was chose 
uh, another God. And, uh, and in that instance, see, they were, they were created in the image and the likeness of God, but in the instance that they chose another God, now they're created in, after His image and in His likeness. Amen. So Jesus, but, but, uh, but God knew what he was looking for to begin with, and he did that in Adam, uh, in Adam and Eve. But he also knew, the Bible says, before the foundation of the world, Jesus was crucified and raised from the dead in the, in the uh, plans of God so, that God so that he could restore. Maybe we just saw that, and so he could restore uh, uh, those that would believe in him through Jesus. Uh, to not just right status with him, but also back in his image and in his likeness. Right. Amen. Right. Men forfeited. When, when men sinned, uh, when Adam and Eve, when they sinned, they lost the glory of God. The glory of God was what was covered them. How they knew they were naked. Amen. They didn't know they were naked before. They, had, they were clothed with the glory of God. Amen. I mean, they were filled with God himself. God breathed Himself. The life that was in them was God life. Yeah. Amen. Same, same thing happened to you. Born again by the breath of God. Remember Jesus, uh, when He appeared to His disciples, it says, He breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. And then in the next breath, He said, Now don't go anywhere till you go to Jerusalem and receive the promise of the Father. Amen. Same Holy Spirit. Different action. One was being born again. And the other one was being filled with the, the Holy Ghost. Amen. In Jerusalem. You know, there are two different things. Now, you can, you can be filled with the Holy Ghost when you get born again. But the first, the first action of the Spirit of God is to, is to uh, give you, uh, is to create you brand new. Back again after the image and likeness of God. When we talk about the image and likeness of God, understand this. God is Spirit. Are you listening? Amen. And we're spirit, aren't we? But we're clothed with a natural body. Isn't that right? Now, Adam and Eve's natural body would never die. When he told them, don't eat of the tree, you know, the consequence of that, he said, They'll he goes, you'll die. You'll die spiritually, and then also you'll die physically. But if you look down through the age, I mean, it took the devil a while to figure out how to kill us, how to kill the physical body. I mean, they'd live 900-something years. And then progressively, uh, you know, four, five hundred, three hundred, and all that kind of stuff. It took a while for the devil to learn how to kill us, even physically. He's gotten pretty good at it now. Are you listening? Uh, but he's never been as good as God at keeping you alive. I mean, as good as the devil is at killing folks, God's a whole lot better at keeping folks alive. I mean, if the devil does kill folks, God will raise you from the dead. Physically. Anyhow, let's move right along from there. All right. So if, now, now think about this. So if we are to be like Jesus, all right. He, what he's saying here is that, is that you know, uh, the original creation was lost. Amen. He intended for them not only to... He did create them like He originally... Man like He originally wanted them. Amen. In His image and His likeness. But that was lost. So, so now uh, He sends Jesus. And Jesus, He said, now, Jesus is the pattern, the form, the shape. 
he said, and he'll be the first of many brethren, brothers and sisters. The whole family will have this family likeness. Amen. It'll be back the way it's supposed to be in the image and likeness of God. Inside and out. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. Now, so if we're to be like Jesus, then who is Jesus like? Well, Colossians 1.15, I'm just going to read these scriptures to you here. It says, He is the image of the invisible God. The firstborn of every creature, or you could say all of creation. Well, you know, the biggest part, the, the, the crowning jewel of God's creation is man, the new creation. Amen. The Amplified says, He is the exact living image, the essential manifestation of the unseen God, the visible representation of the invisible, the firstborn, the preeminent, the sovereign, and the originator, that's an important word, of all creation. In the uh, Amplified Classic Version, it says this now, He is the exact likeness of the unseen God, the visible representation of the invisible. He is the firstborn of all creation. We look at the Son and see, the Message Bible says, We look at the Son and see the God who cannot be seen. We look at this Son and see God's original purpose in everything created. And you could add in there, everything created all sons and daughters. Amen. Now, uh, all sons and daughters created after him in the new creations. Another translation says the son is the exact likeness. Christ is as God is. Now, Jesus, uh, a lot of time, religiously, we, 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 we bring a religious mindset to this. Jesus, the Son of God. Yet Jesus, over and over again, called himself the Son of Man. I mean, is it, you know, I mean, they, they'd really have to twist and push on him, you know. And matter of fact, it wasn't until uh, the high priest said, Tell us, are you the Son of God? That he finally, you know, came out and said, Well, you know, yeah. Uh, I mean, he. But all the other time, he constantly referred to himself as the Son of Man. Amen. Now, why is that? Because, uh, remember, he's the pattern, he's the form for uh, you and I. Uh, um, when Adam and, uh, uh, and Eve uh, changed gods and fell out of, uh, um, oh, let's put it this way, lost the, uh, the glory of God and the nature of God. Amen. The likeness of God. See, because uh, you'll become who, like, the Bible says even idols, false gods. It says whoever worships them becomes like them. Amen. So, uh, when they did that, though, they, they, they took on the sin nature of the devil. They took on the evil nature of the, of the devil. And consequently, though, every, every son and daughter that they produced after that was born in, that, in the image and likeness uh, of that fallen nature. Amen. Uh, now, Jesus was the exception in that he was not of the Bible calls the seed of man, but the seed of God. He had, a earth, he had a human uh, mother, but his father was God. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. 
See, you have an earthly mother, but you're but and a new creation. Amen. Your father is God. You're born again for you're born of a natural seed, which the Bible says is corruptible seed. Was corrupted by the sin nature of man. So in order for uh, in 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 order for Jesus to uh, you know uh, to be able to to redeem us and get us back, He had to be born a different way, so He could get you born a different way. He was born not of corruptible seed of the will of man, but He was born of incorruptible seed. Even the Bible says incorruptible seed of this word. That's right. That's right. Amen. Remember, He the angel appeared and He spoke to Mary. And uh, uh, and she said, let it be unto me according to your word. Jesus, and he, she said, how's this going to be? And he said, well, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. Well, now, now look at the Holy Spirit back again in the original creation. He was hovering over the waters until God spoke. What did he speak? The word. God spoke what he wanted and desired. And the Holy Spirit brought it to pass. Same thing with that. Same thing with Jesus. Now listen, same thing with you. Amen. If you will believe that. That Jesus is and confess, believe in your heart and confess your mouth. Jesus is Lord. That God raised Jesus from the dead. Amen. Says you shall be saved. Are you listening? Amen. Amen. The Bible says that we're born again by the word of God. By the will of God and also by the word of God. At some point in time you believe the word of God about who Jesus was and what he wanted to do. Amen. Uh, some come by the Roman road. Some people get saved on other portions of Scripture. But it's all salvation's plan for man. Amen. All right. Now, uh, this is important for us to make a distinction that Jesus was the Son of God and the Son of Man. But he referred to himself in his earthly ministry here as the Son of Man. Now, what would be the purpose of that? He was not merely a natural-born man, but he was also a God-man, and God birthed and God created man. Amen. Uh, and we looked at that because he was born of God at an incorruptible seed. So Jesus shows us in his life and his example, as the firstborn of many brethren that are to be in his likeness after that same pattern, we just read that, amen, created after the same, uh, and the same manner. He shows us that a man or a woman, a natural person, born of God, spiritually, can express God, and, and reflect God, and show God, and be like God, live like God, believe, think, act, and speak exactly like God on the earth, in this life. Isn't that true? Could you say amen to that? Amen. So now listen, I'm going to say this again. So then you, as a born-again uh, believer, are not a natural person having a spiritual experience. You are a supernatural person, born of God, having a living in a natural experience. Amen. It's important that we get on top of uh, that. Where our thinking is right side up. Amen. Now, original creation uh, with um, uh, with Adam and Eve, God created them. He we could say He birthed them. 
Amen. He breathed into them and they became a living soul. He formed their body uh, out of the dust of the uh, earth, Adam. And then he breathed into Adam. The Adam became a living soul. And then, uh, and then he took uh, Eve uh, out of Adam's side. I took a rib and, and, uh, and built the, wo- the woe man. Amen. When Adam saw me, go, whoa, man, now that looked a whole lot better than that other thing. Oh, those other things that you brought by that were supposed to be a help meet for me. Now, whoa, man, this right here is flesh of my flesh and bone of my bone. Amen. All right. Now, if you wondered why, uh, you know, why she's called woman, it's because when Adam saw her, he goes, whoa, man. Amen. All the men ought to go, yes, amen. All right. But the original creation was God created, or we could say birthed by God. God, Adam and Eve's father. Isn't that right? Uh, now, in the, new, in the new redemptive creation, again, God created and birthed you and I. First Jesus, and then you and I. Amen. Now, I want back there in uh, Genesis, where we started from, I want you to see this. After he created them in his image and likeness, he blessed them. And that was, you need to understand it, is the first information, which which when God speaks, it's, uh, you know, it, it, it's... You know, it's not like the Wikipedia on your, you know, on your device. Okay. When God speaks, uh, it's absolute truth. And all of a sudden, you know and understand what God wants you to know and understand. Amen. 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 They, they, their first information and their first knowledge and understanding was of a revelatory nature it wasn't they didn't they didn't have to go to school learn the abc's learn what words were learn what they meant learn all those things no that was all bypassed revelation knowledge is all of a sudden god speaks and you see what god is saying the image of that the understanding and the knowledge of that is immediate hmm. You, you, it's imparted to you what he wants you to know and understand out of his own understanding and knowledge. Yes. The knowledge of God. Uh-huh. Amen. Amen. But he imprinted, the first, he imprinted them. I mean, the first words they heard from God. Be. And, and they entered into, when God said, remember when God said, light be. He set light into motion. Uh, all science agrees that it's the creative force behind of everything, light. Uh, but light is still being. It's in a constant state of becoming. Unending becoming. Amen. So, what, same word. When God spoke to uh, Adam and Eve, He said, Be. And they and and it it began a perpetual, unceasing, unending, uh, eternal becoming. 
what what the word was next. Fruitful. Increase. Fill the earth. Have dominion. That was all one breath out of God that 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 uh let me let me give you a definition of this word imprint. This is very important uh, that we kind of break this down a little bit. The first imprint, man's first information and revelation, knowing and understanding, is the very first thing that 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 here was couched the term. You are blessed. Be blessed. You are blessed. All right. Now, now to imprint means to produce or impress a mark or pattern on. To produce a vivid, often favorable effect on the mind. To establish firmly in the mind. Well, again, this is Webster's Dictionary that I pulled that out of. But, but we know that God, uh, imp- that the truth of that was, wasn't just uh, on their mind. It was their heart, their mind, their, you know, uh, soul. All of it, their whole being. Amen. Uh, back up just a little bit here so you can understand. See, the Bible says that we even have the mind of Christ. Well, now, now think about this. The anointed one and his anointing, the, 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 the God side of things. So, so you're not limited whatsoever. You know, uh, uh, the effects of the fall on the mind have got us to where we're only using about, what, 3%? Geniuses are what six six percent or up to ten percent. But what's the other ninety percent there for? <laughs> no, now listen, uh, I could stand corrected. That's just of the physical brain. The mind is a spiritual thing. The mind, uh, the the mind makes it into eternity. The brain doesn't. Amen. I mean, created in the image and likeness of God, you you have eternal capacities for knowing and understanding and operating all of these kinds of all of these kinds of things. Amen. So the the God impacted and imprinted, impressed. You know, I mean, He knew when He said it, this is going to leave a mark in a good way. That's something to think about. God's work make a mark. It means to establish firmly in the mind. It is a distinguishing influence or effect. You are blessed. You are blessed by God. Now, let's go over to Isaiah 61. And I'm going to, verse 9, I'm going to read this out of the Amplified Version. It says, Then their offspring, will be known among the nations. Now, the context of this, he's talking about the, the people of God and the redeemed people, the blessed people. The people blessed by God. It says, their offspring will be known among the nations and their descendants among the peoples. And all who see them in their prosperity will recognize and acknowledge them that they are the people whom the Lord has blessed. 
the BRG uh, translation says, and their seed shall be known among the Gentiles and their offspring among the people. All that see them shall acknowledge them that they are the seed which the Lord has blessed. Now, uh, before we dig down too deep in this, I, I want to call your attention to something. I believe it's very interesting that God himself references in, inter, in, in an interchangeable way the offspring, the descendants, uh, people, that God refers to them also as seed. That he calls his people seed. Amen. See, Adam and Eve that were God's original seed for all mankind. Well, Jesus, as the firstborn among many brethren, was God's seed for the new creation mankind. Amen. See, everything that God created, remember the context that everything God created... And in at that time, everyone, it would be everything, the, you know, the, uh, uh, the, the great listing of God's six days of work. Amen. With man at the... So everything and everyone were created by God. Now listen, and, and he was careful to say this, uh, whose seed is within itself. Everything he created that was living, every living organism, plants, animals, and mankind, they're seed-bearing. They're seed-bearing. Amen. Remember, we're looking for seed here. So it's important we see all of these things. And we get a, a renewed mindset that, we're, that we see how God sees. And that, and that we don't just narrowly... You know, religiously, we've, we've, you know, we've relegated to that, you know, a dollar rolled up in the offering. Or something you stick in the envelope, that seed. Well, seed take on many forms. Now, we can see that. But really, it's an expression of life, isn't it? But God created everything with seed inside themselves. Uh, to reproduce after their own kind, spiritually and naturally. Amen. Seed within itself. You know, an orange seed will not produce an apple. It produces after its own kind. Same thing with people. And that would be spiritual, uh, and and people as spiritual beings and natural uh, uh, beings as well. But more importantly, uh, uh, spiritually, um, as, uh, 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 you know, born-again people, we're just born once, folks. We uh, will reproduce after our own kind. Amen. The believability of the gospel is that you can be born again when you get around somebody that's praying for you and believing for you and a witness to you. And they, we see that in them and then we, believe, we hope that we can, we, we knew that God did it in them, believe God do it in us. After its own kind. Amen. This is also very important for our thinking. So, Adam and Eve, they were the original blessed seed or blessed people. Remember, we use this interchangeably. Amen. They were God's original blessed seed, the offspring of God. But the fall by disobedience of the old creation were, were, ended up cursed along with and by the devil. So, Jesus, who came to save that which was lost, brought us back to God. Now listen, back into the being the blessed seed, 
the new creation offspring of God. Can you see that? Amen. So now we are God's seed and the blessed seed. Uh, now say this with me. Say, I see the seed. Now, as the blessed seed, the new creation offspring of God, we are to be, here's how he describes it, uh, uh, in the uh, blessing. And this needs, a, this needs a, I'm praying that God will imprint this, that, that, you, that you hear this for the first time and in really a new dimension. Yes. Amen. That, that, that this becomes such a mark and influence uh, on our lives that no matter... Uh, uh, what kind of stuff goes on uh, when the curse comes, you know, I'm blessed of God. Hello. See, Hello. I'm born of God. And when I got born of God, in the, he, he breathed life into me. And at the same time, He brought me back into uh, His original intent that I would be like Him in His image and in His likeness. And He blessed me all in one, right. all in one thing. The first imprint on us is that as the as the blessed as the created of God, we're blessed by God. I mean, oh, I felt the Holy Ghost in that. Now I'm telling you, I, I need uh, Lord. I thank you for doing this. That 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 we don't have to learn what the blessing is. We need a revelation and a knowing and understanding. You know. God, you'll have to teach me like he was going to train them how to operate in it. But they understood I am that. Even if I don't have learned knowledge of it, it's, it's a revelation in me. I am born of God and I am blessed of God. Blessed by God. Hallelujah. My goodness sakes. Amen. All right. And automatically then, I have been, the blessing, I have been empowered to prosper. Mm. See, that's what he told them. He, he, he said, he blessed them saying, prosper! My goodness sakes, amen. <clears throat> so we are to be, and that word be, always becoming, now listen, you know, uh, increasing, see, in the process of, of becoming, so that's that we're increasing out of that becoming, and we're filling the earth, amen, and then, uh, and we're having dominion. It's not something we're trying to get God to do to us. When you got born again, you were predestined, decided beforehand, determined beforehand that the moment you got born again, you know, are you listening? That He would imprint you in the same way. You're the blessed. I know that's right. Thank you, Lord. See how we've done religiously, we've done such damage to this. That, that, that when people got born again, how God saw them, and then in the image and, and, and of man and religion, we told them, you know, but now remember now, you're still just a dirty old sinner. But you're saved by grace, but you're still, you aren't that at all. You are completely a brand new creation, according to original intent, after the pattern of His Son, born blessed, born in the family likeness, God, the blessing of everything He is. And has and does for... My Lord Jesus. 
All right. Be fruitful, be increasing, multiplying, filling the earth and having dominion. God calls all this prospering. Prospering. Prosper. Amen. Now, bless means, it's literally translated empowered to prosper. Amen. Now, all, now, now, we read back here, or did we read it in 61? I got off, didn't I? All right. Are you at 61? Verse number 9. Can you put that up there? Uh, Blake, I'll read it out of uh, the message. It says, Your descendants will become well known all over. Your children in foreign countries will be recognized at once as the people I have blessed. Uh, I think Amplified says, all who see, them, who see them or you in your prosperity will acknowledge and recognize this is the people uh, that, uh, that I have blessed. One translation said it this way, they'll acknowledge and recognize that this is the seed that I have blessed. Remember, people and seed are, 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 are interchangeable. Amen. Uh, the King James says seed. But it says, all who, it says, and their offspring shall be known among the nations and their descendants among the, all, among the peoples. All who see them in their prosperity will recognize and acknowledge that they are the people whom the Lord has blessed. Now, uh, prosperity then is the, remember we talked about this imprint as a distinguishing marker influence. So here, the blessing is characterized by this is the distinguishing mark, are you listening, of God's influence on and how you recognize it. They see you in in your prosperity. And they recognize this is the people or the seed that God has blessed. How did they recognize that? They see you prospering. They see you... They see you being fruitful and increasing. Come on now. And taking over. Come on. Can you see the seed here now? You need to, you need to look with this. So prosperity then is the distinguishing mark or influence or pattern of the blessing on the blessed. All right. The seed that Lord, the, the creation, the offspring that the Lord has blessed. Now, from all of that, uh, back in Genesis, we can see that, that God is the source of everything. That God is the source of everything. Source of life. Uh, the blessed life. Remember, uh, the devil didn't create anything. He just, he steals. Amen. Uh, but God is the source of life. He certainly is the source of the blessed life. He was the source of everything and everyone in the Genesis creation. It all came from God. It all came from God. Amen. And we also see he created originally everything and everyone with seed within itself. True. He was the source. And he created everything. 
uh, of creation, and He created everything and everyone with seed within itself as seed-producing or seed-bearing people in all life. Amen. Now, so we can say then, we can see that God is the source of all life, everything and everyone, original uh, uh, original creation by God. Everything and everyone was created with the seed of life within itself. Everything and everyone was created with the seed of life within itself. So then we, again, we can, we're, we're, we're chaining some thoughts together here, all right, to get somewhere. That we could say this then, God then is the source of all life. God also is the source of all seed. Now, verse 28 back there in uh, Genesis 1, 28 again, you can put that up there in the Amplified Version. He, he blessed them, created them in His image likeness, blessed them, uh, and then He said, See, I've given you seed. At that time... Uh, the, uh, all the plants and fruit-bearing trees. And then later on, uh, uh, after the flood with Noah, he said, I'm going to give you all the animals as well, birds and all that. You need all that if you want to, too. But again, all of, the, all of creation, every living thing, all right, has seed in itself. Amen. So it's a fair to say then God is the source of all seed. I mean, he hadn't any more than, than blessed them than he said, now see... I've given you seed. This is how you're going to operate in the blessing. Because see, the seed's blessed. Amen. You're blessed, and the seed's blessed. Amen. Now, now I work with seed, and you work with seed. And we call that the blessing. I'm the blesser, you're the blessed. Amen. With the blessing, and we work with seed. I'm the source of all seed. And, and you're going to work with me. Amen. And we're going to work with seed. And see, I've given you every seed you'll ever need. I'm the source of all life. And I'm the source of all... And all life is in seed form. He put all life in seed form. Out of original creation, there was the original one, just like with Jesus. New creation, there's original one. Are you listening? But then that perpetuates in brothers and sisters and brothers and sisters and brothers and sisters. The firstborn among many brethren. Amen. He created the original peach tree and then there'd be with seed in itself, life in itself. Amen. Jesus said, the son has life in himself and he, whoever has the son has the life. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. All right. If He gave us Jesus, it says, with Him together, He gave us everything else. Well, of course. Life is in Him. He's, the orig- He's God's original seed of the new creation. Amen. All right. Now, in order to... He said, see, I've given you seed. Now, who's He talking to there? He's talking to Adam and Eve. Amen. Oh, but they were the seed of mankind, so he's talking to us. Amen. I don't know whether you know it or not, but you know Adam and Eve are going to be in heaven. Yeah. I remember one time witnessing to a boy. He's a black guy. 
I know he thought I was crazy because I told him uh, one time, every, you know, all those boys had nicknames. His name, his real name, given name was Edgar Bozeman. We worked in the sawmill together. And, uh, uh, but everybody called him Chump. I don't know why. That was just his nickname. So one day we were cleaning up on Friday. I said, Chunk. I said, I was reading the Bible. I said, you and I are kin. He looked at me like, boy, you lost your mind this time. <laughs> and he go, Chuck, he go, he just stare at you and he go, mm. And I said, hey, he didn't speak like he just go, mm. Yeah. I said, yeah. I said, boy, I'll tell you what, I got to read and I got so excited. I couldn't wait to come tell you and I can. I said, hold on just a minute now. You can't disown me that easy. I said, I looked back and I said, way, way back there. Way, way back. Had to go all the way back to Genesis. I said, but my great, 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 grandfather and grandmother was Adam and Eve. And the Bible said, eh, she was the mother of all oh, living souls. I said, that makes you me kin. <laughs> he go, uh. <laughs> Amen. Whose seed is in itself. We need to take a step back, though, in order to see the seed. Take a step back in order to see the seed. We must first see that God as the source of seed. He said, I've given you. Now, what did, what did God give? Seed. Amen. Seed. Everything and everyone is founded on the foundation set upon and set up and set upon the power of seed because everything and everyone comes from. Also, everything and everyone is subject to. It's how God set it up, the power of seed. It's the way the whole thing works. Amen. All right. I'm not going to get to finish this. Well, I'll tell you, it gets even better from here. Did you see anything in this tonight? Amen. So we're going to stop with just taking a step back and saying God's the source of all life. Amen. Now what kind of life? The blessed life. Amen. Of everything and everyone whose seed is in itself. Are you beginning a little picture of the power of seed? Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.